Pencil Culture Puppets Props Puns Podcasts It's time once again for Kensel Culture, and introduced right now by the legendary Wid is the one, the only, the editor and publisher of Kensel Culture magazine. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, the one, the only, John Kensel. Hey, losers. I mean, wonderful listeners and watchers of our super show. I'm John Kensel, legendary Wid. Uh, we just introduced, introduced ourselves. We had an exciting uh, couple of days off. Yes, we did. We did some interesting shows. We're at the Parks Casino with Jackie the Joke Man. Jackie the Joke Man uh, from the Howard Stern Show, a very good friend of mine for uh, a very long time. He'd come, he came to uh, Philadelphia a real lot when I was starting out. Even when I was a, the doorman at the Comedy Works, he was always nice to me, and we always saw eye to eye. And a good guy, there's a million zillion jokes, and... Uh, a zillion jokes. We were at the lounge. I'm not going to badmouth anybody. We were at the lounge, though. At the, I'm at right the, here. Yeah, at the casino, and uh, because of the coronavirus, they have the performers up on a stage, and you're about six feet off the ground behind a right. bar, right. and the audience is about 20 feet that way, and... Uh, Joe Conklin went destroyed. Uh, I had a very good time. I had a nice time. Uh, Wid had a tremendous time uh, showing his props, and they, they loved it. But Jackie thinks he it wasn't the greatest for him, and I I was in the, I was in the audience. I thought it was hilarious, but uh, he he didn't he, you know he he wasn't too happy with the. No, he I'm not going to say anything bad. They said anything bad. He just think he didn't think he had a great super show, even though I think he did. And so did the audience sitting around me. Well, Very that's what funny. it takes to be a professional sometimes, John. You have to, uh, you have to judge yourself. And uh, a lot of times I come off stage go, oh, I hated that one. Man, that was the worst. I can't stop. stop. And then people will come up to you and go, hey, man, you're so funny. You know, I want to have your child. And, and that's just the guys. But, oh, yeah. uh, but uh, of course, we, we're self-judging. I mean, we're self-employed, and we self-judge and analyze. Yeah, uh, yeah it's like a, a big A. Yeah, it's like you say, you know, it's like when you take Pe- Pepto-Bismol, do me a solid. But so we, uh, we had a great time uh, carrying on. At Parks Casino. Now, I, it's so funny that there are so many, like, satellite casinos out there now. I, I can remember when pretty much the only one that we had was uh, resorts in Atlantic City. And now, uh, you know, we, we work a, a couple of them. Yeah. We work the Mohegan Sun. Yeah, we uh, work uh, parks. and uh, uh, Oh, yeah, with, uh, Dover Downs I was at. Uh, and plus I performed in uh, Las Wages. I mean, <laughs> Las Vegas. And, uh, but, I, uh, but we, you know, it's, I'll tell you what. Too, you, sometimes you'll see, like, oh, my God, check out these big-time comedians like Larry Fine and R.J. Johnson at the casinos. But they're in the big showroom. A lot of times when you get booked for comedy, you're in a lounge, which means there's people sitting there just having their drinks, uh, vaping, and waiting for you know, to, so you can start gambling again. You want to be a big, a big enough comedian to be in the sh- thousand-seat showroom, uh, which is where we saw Joe Conk on the week earlier 
tremendous. He performed with an orchestra. That was tremendous, really fun. Tremendous. It was a it was a salute to Philadelphia music and sports. Sports, uh, yeah, the big yes. F. Harry Callis Jr. was there. Yeah, was there. Gr- oh, gr- is that what his name? Grandpa is? Fanatic was there. All right, folks. <laughs> uh, but it was a, a big time, uh, and Joe was never better. And I, I didn't know he could sing so well. He oh, was he with could. A, a local, uh, a yeah. local band, the uh, yeah, uh, uh, the Rhythm City Orchestra. Rhythm City and, uh, Orchestra. They have known re- them for years and years. They have a really good female singer, Joanne Farrell, who used to sing with the Exceptions, and she's a real nice person. And she can sing like a racehorse. And uh, at the end of the show that night, Wid sang with her and the guitar player, and they sang "Good Lovin' by the Rascals." And, uh, well, yeah, you know that's. That's pretty much of a standard good mm-hmm. loving, and uh, I, I do love the Rascals. They are New Jersey, uh, you know, boys, and uh, they've always... Uh, that was my favorite record when I was growing oh, up. Oh, it was a great song. I oh. could... Uh, uh, the time pieces, mm-hmm. okay? The uh, Rascals' greatest hits, mm-hmm. I could fall asleep to that, you know? I knew everything from How Can I Be Sure to... They're uh, really good. You know, grooving. And uh, they had... Uh, oh, yeah, wait... They were with Joey D and the star, Starlighters, who invented the peppermint Pepper. twist, which led into, uh, you know, the wild '60s. Wait, you have glasses. Um, were the Rascals originally the Young Rascals or the Little Rascals? No, they were the Young Rascals. All okay, right. and then they had—I think there was some sort of copyright, yeah, and then, sort of uh, heartbreak that went on there. And well, there's also a band from California called Spanky and Our Gang. I remember Spanky and I go, Sunday will never be. She, uh, the lead singer of that, uh, Spanky, okay, uh, Spanky and our gang, she took over uh, as Mama Cass right. after Cass passed away uh, from uh, uh, eating choking on a ham sandwich. I saw That's a lie, John. I saw, that I, is a lie. Why do you spread lies like that? I saw Mama Cass at the Old Country Buffet, and you know what she said to me? What? Get your own. The mamas and the papas, you should have been brought up better. Uh, but no, the mamas and the papas used uh, her because she had a, 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 you know, she was a, a woman of size with a, a tremendous voice. voice. And she was only like like 33 when she made herself die. But uh, um, she could really sing. And also, too, I think that was viciously mean and evil of Papa John Phillips and mamas and the papas. They have some song that goes, and no one's getting fat except Mama Cass, and she had to sing it with them. And she sat, and I I saw that recently, and I saw um, I wanted to see some uh, twinge of uh, you know, it's like pain in, in in the song that she was singing, and uh, yet she took it, uh, she took it, and mugged yeah, the camera, yeah, went like this, you know, you know patted it, her, uh, you know, ample figure. Uh, I saw her on a rerun of a uh, of a uh, laughing. And okay, was, and it was all fat jokes. She was saying them, right? Like, hey, she played like a Girl Scout. Uh, she goes, "I ate them all." And he goes, "Where were they at?" She goes, "In my garage." Oh right? my! And it was God. all, and it was, she made fun of her weight. But there's a really nice video too on YouTube of Mama Cass singing "Leaving on a Jet Plane" with a uh, John. Very nice Denver. song. A great song. Uh, she's tremendous. But uh, but so the, the the casino was really fun. Uh, it was really neat. Uh, then the, the next week, the next Friday, we did a show at an Irish bar in Northeast Philadelphia. I don't want to name his name, but a year ago, did you make? Did you know this? When Irish eyes yeah. are smiling. Well, it's not Irish eyes. Well, in the uh, uh, in the uh, 
a year ago in this bar, and it's not. You know what's weird too? It's not a bad bar. It's a high. It's a high end Irish nightclub. Irish bar. No, Irish, yeah. Irish nightclub. Yeah, they have eight different kind of potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> Send your letters to his house. Uh, oh, I, I didn't want to do uh, to another bar joke. No, okay, um, so. But uh, no, uh, but they you know they sharpen their dartboards, needles, and stuff. But they, it was a real nice place. But a year ago, some someone got shot in that place. A guy, got, a guy got thrown out, and he rode by and shot a bullet through the front window and killed a girl playing pool. And, uh, but they, they didn't, took balls. I'll say, yeah, and they got the guy, too, but it was just a horrible. But anyway, they're very nice people there. Um, I'm not going to say hole-in-one. No. Okay. Ooh, got in Himmel. Right? And, uh, but they, it was a real nice time, but it was in the basement. So we, uh, Wid and I got there early, and uh, we had to carry all stuff to the basement. Not and, too bad. It yeah. wasn't too bad. It yeah. was, uh, you know. And it was, uh, it was for this guy in Philadelphia who's a legend named the Pickle Man. The Pickle Man's like probably a 73-year-old guy and uh, who just pictured this, a cross between Big Bird and Rod Stewart at his finest. Yes. He is, yeah, that's, exa- that's a good way. He's, he has the body of the Philly fanatic <laughs> with a, a Rod Stewart wig on his head that he takes off, and he looks like Uncle Fester, right? And a... Uh, and, and he sells pickles in Philadelphia. So when he sells pickles to different establishments, he goes, you know, I can book a comedy show for you. So he sells pickles and books comedy shows. Look him up online. I got the pickle man. Uh, he's, he's famous for, uh, he was on, uh, you know, America's, America's funny, home. America's funniest people. And this, tell him what he was driving. Well, he had, he had the seat was the sequel, let's see, well, spinoff from America's funniest videos. So it was people doing funny things. And the beginning of the show, uh, you hear a song, Are You Funny in America? And it's just people like, making faces and googly eyes. Well, it shows him 35 years ago running down the boardwalk in a, some shore town on a three-wheeled old person's bike. You see like that. Right. right? Like a, a seashore bike. A seashore bike. An old people, like, or, or a guy even selling uh, ice cream out of the front of it. But on the, there's no seat. He has a toilet. And he rides in the board going, ah, poop, there it is. Toilet joke. Toilet, 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 toilet. Number two. Right. You know, it, and he's getting kind of older. And when he got off the, uh, uh, the uh, toilet bike, he was flushed. No, I'm sorry. That was, uh, no. But, but Pickle Man is oh. a, a, what we call in the business, a character. Yes. And uh, he got up there and he, uh, you know, oh. he still tells the jokes. And now uh, oh, yeah. he's out there. He's got a couple of toes he, missing. Yeah. From, uh, well, I don't from, know what he has. Yeah. Yeah, from uh, something. Uh, and uh, But this, this, he's a, what is right? He's, he actually is a, a, a character you have to meet. Uh, as as the as life goes on, they're, they're slowly dying off, like these weirdo bookers and stuff. They, uh, the weirdo bookers are doing it because it's becoming much more corporate, like everything else, you know, because of uh, you know computer. Well, but he's one of the rare uh, sort of hands-on, uh, sort of oh, uh, grassroots oh, sort of booker, oh, you know. And when he's done, he'll, he'll pay you, and then he'll say, "You got want any pickles or pig's feet or honey mu- hot mustard or horseradish?" Oh yeah, and it's perks. really. So, so we do the show in the basement, and it was a very nice Friday out. It was, the weather was nice. Oh, yeah. So, well, I'd say there's maybe 30 people there. Uh, so I go up and host it, and uh, then uh, we brought up uh, our friend Nick Palo. He's a puppet guy, and he's the nicest guy in the world. He's, so, so he's not just a puppet guy, John. He's a uh, sort of a horror puppet guy, and he has, like, really, really detailed um, sort of horrific sort he, of uh, uh, hand. Uh, he must have spent some money. He, he must have spent some money having a, a, a ventriloquist puppet builder make its, uh, what's his name? It's like 
Oh, Lenny the Zombie. Iggy the zombie, it's a name like yeah, he has a zombie, he has a vampire, he has a wolf man, you know, he he has some sort of Frankenstein. He should make an audience puppet. No, I'm kidding. Uh, But no, this puppet though, the the like Zombo the puppet, Uh, but it's a it's a it's like a three quarter size. It's a bigger than Trogus stuff, but it's very horrific looking. Like his eyes hanging out of his head, he has worms coming out of his. Hey, I'm sitting right here. Yeah, I'm sorry. But um, so during his set. Uh, during his set, he pulls out an alcoholic puppet. Goes out. He's <laughs> like, uh, "Hey, what's? Hey, Freddie, what's going on? I don't have long to live." No, he didn't say that. But he, uh, <laughs> what was that? Uh, was the alcoholic puppet shellacked? Okay, sorry. <laughs> you drink a paint thinner. Uh, uh, oh, oh, one of the jokes he does. If he ever hears this, uh, hey, what's going on, Billy, the alcoholic puppet? Because alcoholism is funny. I stayed up all night <laughs> studying for a urine test. Jokes like that. So anyway, during his set, the drains backed up. And oh, I get it. For a urine test, and it was, uh, oh, and he thought it was like school. He's stupid. Oh, He's smart. Man, right? Uh, and he uh, then, so then he said, "Well, how the test go out?" And he goes, "They didn't find any uh, alcohol in my urine stream." <laughs> anyway. Or blood in my alcohol stream, whatever how it was. But anyway, so during his set though, the drains backed up, right? And Rotor Rooter came in, right? And I'm watching a guy. So <laughs> the, the, the puppets on stage, like uh, I forgot uh, about the Rotor Rooter guy. How do you like school? The uh, closed. I'm gonna die soon because I'm an alcoholic puppet. And uh, and uh, so so they had that, and and the drain guy comes behind the bar, and uh, I'm watching it, and I hear. <laughs> And then, uh, and it was just ridiculous. Uh, it wasn't actually super loud, but I, I accidentally filmed it with my camera by accident. I think the guy was trying to be a, a little courteous to the people who were on stage oh, yeah. while he was uh, he, he was know, he was running the snake, cleaning out the sore in the same yeah, room as yeah, people were eating. Yeah, I was thinking, oh uh, man, I would yeah. want my money back if I was. Oh, oh man, yeah. uh, but it was actually a, a good time. Then Pickle Man went up, um, and tells his jokes like. I don't know if I could say it in, in, in private company. Uh, uh, what's he say? Uh, my he uses su- the C word. Yes. You pick the C word, yes. what, what it yes. might be. Yes. Okay. And he and he describes all sorts of bodily functions, sexual and not. Is that a real? And, uh, it's Sonny okay. Bono. Uh, oh, I thought it was pro bono. Oh, but he. I don't want to say what he said, but he says. Jo- Thank jo- you for sharing, Sonny Bono. Uh, right, so uh, I'm proud so, of myself for that. But um, it was very interesting. But he, he tells he's he tells street jokes. And he's, you know, I'll tell you something about Pickle Man. He's very confident in what in, in when he tells jokes. Yeah. So I forget. Well, he's a salesman. He's got. He's out there like he's a you know he's homegrown, and so, uh, you know the pickles are out there. No, so no, no matter how bad he does or how you know uh, uh, how other comedians judge him. Oh, he's he's you know. He's just using street jokes, and he's, yeah. uh, you know, an old guy, and he does that. He has such confidence from being a uh, salesman that he sells those jokes. Yeah, and, he does. Uh, and I've never seen him have a very bad set. No, neither did I. I've seen brilliant comics have bummer sets that were, you know, you know that's that were clever material, and it would just didn't yeah. click. Now, I, I know some people might think, uh, oh, listen to these two old... You know what was the funniest thing he said? I'm sorry. Oh, I know. We could talk about his mom. Okay, so, uh, so we're talking about yeah. Wait, 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 tell me what he said. 
the guy is 72 years old and his mom is like it has to be not 96 96 i think or yeah or maybe a little younger she, 74 uh, yeah, she looks like a 90 year old but she got caught oh this is interesting she got this is actually this this i said this could be a plot for a movie his mother was in her late 80s and here she got caught cheating at major bingo games at churches in the city of Philadelphia and what it was that uh, the, the big a big pot would be you know hey we have a three thousand uh, dollar thing that no one hit yet right well here she was working in cahoots with the bingo caller and she was stamping the cards out to win and here she did it several times and she got two years in jail yeah for you know that, that. Which I always thought that you're you're sort of immune from jail after you're like you know in, in a certain age, yeah. You know? But yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was so interesting to see that there's a seedy underbelly of bingo. We should okay? look this up and, and, and find the story out and, bring, and tell the story on on here. Uh, but she got and, two years, and and, uh, and he and told she, me, and she just got out. Yeah, and he told me that she played bingo so much. Oh yeah, that she developed a tumor from playing bingo. She did, but fortunately, fortunately, it was B nine. B I N G O. But uh, it was it was just very uh, interesting. Uh, he, he told his story. He goes, and he wasn't kidding when he said it. In fact, they had T-shirts printed up. Remember, they had T-shirts like uh, "Mama's getting out" or yeah. you know some sort of uh, you know what you would want and you can do. She and, got uh, she got two years in jail. And it's like Wood said, you know, she, I bet she didn't get two years. She probably got like a, a month and she had to do house arrest or something. That's like, like the that. old yeah. joke. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what did your mother say when you uh, when you got out of jail? What? Bye, son. That's the buffalo. <laughs> That's what the buffalo said. I'm sorry, but you know, Wid told me she's in jail. Wid told me he got arrested for stealing two Dracula costumes, two Dracula costumes from Halloween Adventure. I, uh, I'm not capable. No, <laughs> they got him on two counts. So, so that was, a, <laughs> so, uh, but that was just a, a and I bit for that. I, I, and I, thank but, you, John. Oh, thank you. But so that was uh, the the one week. Then the next week we had a, another Thursday night show. Yeah, we were uh, out there pre- uh, pretty much on the road. We don't go real far. It, I, I mean, that's the beauty of uh, it. Was it was know, another place working cheap? Oh, it was another a, a neighborhood bar in Philadelphia. And I'm not gonna say their name. They're very nice people there. Um, and you know, it's where this the third quarter. Oh, and it's just Thursday, and it was under a tent outside. And I before the show started, I said it was too dark in here, so I ran to Home Depot or Lowe's, and I bought a one of those clamp-on lights that people work when they're working in their basement. You clip it onto the, you know, very basic. The, yeah, with a big you know. bulb in the middle, uh, so you could see us. And uh, so I hosted it, and right next to it is a chemical plant the Allied Chemical Plant in Philadelphia. And uh, I was saying, oh, yeah, there's the chemical plant. I was outside petting a two-headed dog because of the chemicals. And, uh, and they're staring at me like, oh, oh, did, oh, did, okay. Yeah, did he really pet a two-headed dog because of the chemicals? Well, it wasn't B9. It was K9. Exactly. And, uh, but uh, there was a guest spot on the show. Nice kid goes up. His parents were there, his mother and sisters and stuff. And he, very nice kid. But man, he was freaking dirty, talking about batteries looking looking looking, looking like baby boy parts, and stuff like that. Uh, then uh, it's uncomfortable sometimes when you see somebody who is not a seasoned uh, 
a comedian who gets up there and does dirty jokes because it's uh, a lot of the dirtier comedians will understand the fine line between disgusting yes and and ribald. Uh, and and also, too, you, you, you don't say something in front of your parents, even though it's a really working-class neighborhood, right? And uh, I did a show. We did a show. I'm sorry, going back. It's, it's like we're bragging. We did a show this Sunday earlier, and there was a woman on the show, and it was in a church basement. Or the, it was on Sunday in media. Oh, yes. Great time. And But people there were like 55 and up. They were older you know, church going people. You no, know, it wasn't a church Our contemporaries. show. Contemporaries, yeah. come on, John. Yeah. But it wasn't a church show. This catering no, hall was, has a has yeah. a owns the hall under the church, right? Well, the female comedian on the show, and she's very nice, but she looks out and she goes, "Oh my God, I got to change my act around." I'm like, "Your your act shouldn't be. I'm not a Puritan. I curse like a racehorse, but your act shouldn't be that. You know, look at the crowd. You you don't do. You don't have to." You don't Some write people, jokes. Well, you know, uh, I would do the same thing going, uh, you know, because you you got to test the water sometimes. Like if somebody uses the F-bomb before yeah. you, you can use it. Yeah. You know, if somebody, uh, uh, you, you have to see the rhythm of the uh, the people but, who go on before but, you. But this was a one o'clock in the afternoon show and it was all old, old ladies wearing white sweaters. You so, don't, yeah. you don't do the F word or S, uh, S you know. They you loved have, you, John. They well, loved I, you. I had a really good time because I we're in a church basement. No, I mean they loved you. Oh, John. and I said, I said, oh, it's nice to be here in the church basement. Here I'll make you ladies feel at home. B twenty one. I like I was I sixteen. Like I was playing bingo, uh, but I had a very good time. And she she did nice though. Uh, but you know, there's something about comedy uh, when people first started, especially guys. You go to an open mic night, you see a 28 year old guy, and his whole act is about going to the bathroom on a turnpike or dead Asian hookers in his trunk, and. It's like an immaturity level. It's a, it released a, a, a switch from they're 13 years old when they're obsessed with sex and toilet jokes. I'm not pure. I can, I can do them. I'm, I, I'm, I'm Victor Von Race, Racist joke and stuff like that. But There's a way in life, like anything else, to do something tastefully. Okay? Yes. And even if, uh, you know, taste is, uh, I mean, just like everything else, taste is being pushed by the envelopes. But, uh, I mean, you know, you know new mores come yeah. in and... Uh, you know, we can't do certain jokes because of, uh, you know, what, you know people's uh, feelings right now. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. Uh, for the rest of well, the... Uh, our lives, yeah. Our well, lives, but, you know, yeah. if she wants this woman to perform, she wants to be a comedian. She probably watches all the hot hot young girl comics like Elaine Boozler or uh, Pat Paulson, Paulson or uh, well, Wilford Brimley. Wait the, a minute. The hot Pat, comics. Pat Paulson's a, a, a guy. Oh. He ran for president. He was on the oh. Smothers Brothers but, show. Well, he probably talked. Get your... But they, but, you know... But, like, you know, you, see, you don't see these people, comics, b- being filthy, dirty on TV. I'm not a Puritan, you pieces of... And, uh, but, <laughs> it, but it was a good time. We had a great time. And, uh, uh, all right, so now we fast forward to the f- following... Was it Thursday? No, it was Thursday. All right, we get done the show. We had a great time. We were feeling very enthusiastic. Their adrenaline pump. We, God, it was a great time. I had a really good time, really good time there. Wait, oh yeah. So that oh wait, was that Friday? It was Thursday night when, when your your shed got broken into. It was a Thursday uh, night. So, and it was Thursday night after our. See, I have uh, I have vast collections, and I keep it at U-Haul because uh, I used to keep it at relatives or friends' house, and it would always get uh, you know abandoned or you know stolen or things like that. So U-Haul has been okay to me for years and years, but I think I was part of a scam. Somebody changed. 
I had a, 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 a wimpy lock on my, my thing. Somebody cut it and put their lock on it and then cased it for a while. And then, yeah. Went. So, we had, so, yeah, we get done the show Thursday at the, the, the neighborhood bar show. And we go, let's unload your stuff tonight before the bad rainstorm that hit for the past week, three days, five days. So last Thursday, I pull on this, this, this thing, and I go, uh-oh, and Wid sees it. Because his two storage sheds aren't together. Uh, they're a block apart. And here, someone snapped open his door, like you said, they, right? And it's filled to the top, but they, they pulled the first third of it out, just jank, just pulled everything out. And there's, 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 there's not, they're not going to find gold bullion in there or, you know, a... It was all joke books, and toys, uh, props, gym neighbors' underwear, television. You know, but you know what, John? Uh, I felt real bad, but I didn't cry. I, I was proud of myself that I didn't cry. I, I you know, I whined and nye, 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 nye. John, you were a very good friend by going getting me, a, oh, a, you know, so, trash bags uh, and uh, and something to eat. Uh, uh, so, yeah, how uh, many hours were I, was all I right, there so picking this, the stuff so that, up and putting it back in there? Ten thirty at night. All right, and uh, Wid goes, uh, see, I don't, after shows and stuff, too, I'll help Wid when the box are assembled, then I'll put them away. Because he has a place where everything goes. So they they tore a third of his stuff out, and they just threw it on. And there's, like you said, there's nothing really valuable in there. Like, to to tra- me, there is. And to the, well, un- I know, I meant, y- you know, to the untrained eye, they don't understand, uh, you know, ephemera. Ephemera being paper and uh, old magazines and things like that. Yeah. Things that I, and they don't understand, uh, you know, little uh, matchbox and uh, Hot Wheel cars or lunch boxes. It was or, valuable to you. It was, it, it, well, it, pop it, culture stuff, which this is, but, uh, you know, cancel yeah. culture is famous for. Yeah, like, like stuff here, right? But uh, so, but so, uh, so um, uh, uh, I just helped, you know, I strained it out a little bit. I put some box up for Wid because that means Wid had to go through everything and then put it back in. So I sat in my truck, and then Wid goes, can, uh, "Can you, can you get me a, a padlock?" So yeah. I drove to a twenty-four hour Walgreens and I buy a padlock. I come back, and then a little bit later, Wid goes, "Can you get me some trash bags, the big heavy-duty ones?" So because he could put some things there, he doesn't need yeah. anymore. So I did, went there. I went there a third time, bought like soda and donuts. But the guy must have thought I was a weirdo. I was in there four times buying trash bags and locks, like a mass murderer or something like that, <laughs> right? But uh, so, so finally, so I sat in my truck. I'm not going to abandon him there, right? And uh, finally at two two thirty in the morning, I hear a knock on my window. All right, John, I'm done. And then we had. To he was like he was sleeping in his truck, like one of those. Like a, a, a mafia yeah, hit subject, yeah. oh you know, like God. somebody got killed in the car and uh, <laughs> you know, went like that. But, John, you know what? And, folks, it motivated me. Now I have, yeah. to, uh, I have to move that stuff. I'm, you know, uh, I have so much stuff, I just was shoving it in there for years, you know. And I found some things that uh, I, I hadn't seen for a while, and that kind of cheered me up. And then I said the next day... It was all back in there, mm-hmm. two new locks on it and stuff. I says, even if they did steal stuff, what did they steal? You no. know, I, if I can't remember, uh, then it's a uh, thing. And, uh, but, you know, he had, like, like he found, like, like, like ceramics, church statues. He found. There were beautiful, there were beautiful yeah. things that were, were broke. And I, I no. you know, like, framed World War II photographs of, uh, you, soldiers. Know, you know, and... You know, just crushed toys and crushed 
you know, postcards and things like that. That was the that was the most heartbreaking is uh, to actually uh, see the stuff that was broken instead of you know if it's stolen you know out of sight yeah. out of mind. But if it, it's broken, you got to go. Oh. It, it is kind of neat because like we travel through the area and we'll find like an old box being discarded. It has things from like the 1935 World's Fair. It's a postcard. Yeah, like that's neat to save. It's interesting. Well, uh, I had most of that in, in another. Uh, most of my, uh, and they didn't get into the back. You, you know where you always everybody. If you watch the, uh, you know the storage wars, or there's there's a couple yeah. on YouTube that people do it mm-hmm. and go out and buy these things, and everybody keeps their best stuff. In the back on the right-hand side. Mm. Oh, yeah, I believe that. It's, uh, you know, I can, it's one of the traits. I can totally relate to this because uh, I had a 1989 Pontiac Grand Am, and I parked in Center City, Philadelphia to go to a comedy show. It was the middle of winter. And it was, it was a, actually, it was a high-end neighborhood, too. That Bar Noir, what about 13? Oh, number, yeah, right? yeah. I, I was parked right in front of there. Right? I come outside. Someone smashed my passenger window, and they stole my collection of CDs, right? And my CDs are eclectic too, like the, the Adams Family theme, uh, TV show themes. Right, I could picture this idiot, go the uh, crackhead, <laughs> going to a pawn shop. Hey man, how much did you give me for this? Mel uh, Torme. Mel Torme goes to Mars, and and uh, the uh, wacky packages, phone calls. Uh, but I, but it's just hey, you live in like as I've gotten older, don't sweat anything. Think the sun will come up tomorrow. That's, you know, and I kind of was, uh, I was kind of uh, surprised how resilient I was uh, to bounce back from that and not really, you know, it was four hours. And the next day, I can tell you that uh, every joint in my body hurt, including my heart. But then, you know, as time went by, you know, the physical and mental got uh, better within a a short period. So he's he's up on his joints. But what I want to do. And if there's anybody out there in my in the sound of my voice, I can hear the sound of my who has a barn, a large storefront or garage that I could separate my stuff for just six months. I'll pay you and everything. But uh, you know, we're we're comedians and uh uh John owns his own house and uh he uh you know he needs to get rid of stuff too. Or just to organize it. No, I don't. I'm not getting rid of anything. So if anybody has like, some sort of extra space that uh, they want to rent out to cancel culture uh, people, then uh, you call us uh, right now. My house is filled. Yeah. With my little roommates. <laughs> He's a cheapskate. It's getting scary, John. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, everybody accumulates things. I mean, it's getting scary now, and uh, you know, uh, it, uh, there's so much manufactured and cheap items that it's just everybody's oh. garage. Oh, you know, uh, isn't, isn't that weird? Is He's up? right about that too. Look at all the storage facilities being built all over, and there's warehouses for comp- companies, but there's there's a uh, U-Haul places, and your life will go on. And Ladies and gentlemen, that is our time. Hey, can I tell you, John? Mm-hmm. It was a very good weekend we had with a lot of uh, shows and a lot of different shows. We played uh, to everybody from kids to, uh, you know, Old to, to, to super senior citizens. Yes. So 
Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever feel like uh, having a comedy show, cancel culture is right there with you. And uh, for myself and uh, John Kensel, I would like to say uh, keep watching. Thanks for watching. And subscribe. Oh, subscribe and share. Uh, I thought it was okay.